0: Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of Two Guys Talking Sports. Uh, once again, there is no ho no ho-coast, <laughs> no co-host, no brother, and uh, not the guy who once considered suing the Wiggles for stealing his look, uh, Scott, so by myself again, and uh, well, Speaking of the Wiggles, uh, or yesterday, the women's soccer team, the Matildas, Australian women's soccer team, the Matildas played the USA. And for anyone who missed it, the Wiggles actually sang the national anthem. Um, now Australia lost that game three nil, and there is some talk (laughs) that that is, uh, because the, the Wiggles sang the national anthem, um... Excellent. I just wanted people to realise that the Wiggles sing the national anthem at a professional soccer match. <laughs> ah, that's uh, that's amazing. Anyway, uh, quickly before we talk about what uh, today's episode will be about, um, the NFL is still going. Uh, look, the interesting thing, the thing to take note of uh, at this point is something that we talk about in the NRL. We're getting to that point in the season now where um well both injuries uh, the, the teams that were really dominant for a stage there coming off the early season into the middle you know basically it, it is a pretty standard formula a team can lose a game or not in the first couple that could be finding themselves um you know and a couple of those teams that went on for streaks the cowboys for etc. did lose early um uh, but there comes a point later on from there, especially Cowboys, another perfect example, where they start to get found out, and that can be in the effort that it takes to prolong the winning streak. You know, as, as we've said before, when a team is doing worse, they can afford to sit a guy out that isn't fully injured or or, or things like that. Whereas when you're on a run, when you're trying to break records, like the Panthers, etc., um, then. Store, etc. Uh, then it, you can actually fall into a trap of of pushing some of those players too hard and and killing your future chance. Um, and so, I mean, the Cowboys have lost two out of the last three. Certainly, there's some injury issues there. But there's also the other side where once you're the team that is on six wins in a row, you get more scrutiny before the match. People are looking harder for your weaknesses or your strengths or, or, or the way to beat you. You know, we've always said uh, Storm again, that teams turn up every week for Storm, that they don't get... Uh, they get to go, oh, well, you know, we're playing Bulldogs this week, you know, wooden spooners. But Bulldogs go, oh, we're playing Storm, let's step it up. And there's never a break for those teams. Um So, look, that's an interesting thing to keep your eye on. It is a good time of year to really pay attention to injuries and things like that if you're making picks. Um, And uh, obviously, you know, COVID outs uh, they have as well with the the number of players unvaccinated. Um, So anyway, um, I'd like to talk a little bit about the transfers. Now, we're not going to... We're not going to discuss it too much in in the exact transfer player by player. Scott and I will get to that when there's a more definitive, uh, you know, I guess, ghost team list uh, of expected team lineups. Um, But there are, of of course, some very interesting uh, ones going on already. You know, some big players have left. Mitchell Pierce is going to the Super League. and uh, just very recently, you know, uh, Eels have lost a couple of players. Papali'i, I believe, to the Warriors. Um, Reed Marnie to the Bulldogs. Uh, we saw the CCTV footage photos, the leaked stuff that everyone um, had a bit of a, a problem with. With uh, Viliami kickout in Bulldogs colours with uh, Trent Barrett at the Bulldogs headquarters. Um now look I mean there's probably a little bit more to the Bulldogs Panthers swap over stuff being that Barrett did work as a coach there and Gould was there as well um maybe we'll see some some of that come up and and we'll discuss that if it does but but at the moment my my only thing with the Bulldogs would just be like oh, I I don't know they seem to be buying everyone that they can get and I just don't understand how, like out wouldn't go for less money, he'd have to be going for more uh, unless Panthers were lowballing him on the expectation that he'd stay from loyalty um, but yeah look I mean we'll have to have a look at those teams Bulldogs are, are certainly putting together a good team for this year and the year after, I, I mean Marnie's 2020 uh, I believe 2023 so he'll still have a season at the Eels to go I believe Papali as well. That they, they actually made a, a ridiculous comment the other day. I'm not sure if one player actually said it. I'm not sure if all players said it. But the suggestion was that the players had, had made a pact uh to win it this year before they all went, you know, different ways. Um I guess I'd like to think that All teams, even the ones that think they're shitty, make a pact to try and win it. (laughs) It it would be ridiculous, sort of team set. Uh, You don't have to uh, spit and uh, shake hands or anything like that. Uh, Some of it, I guess, it might even be an unspoken pact. I I don't think the Storm Boys are sitting down beforehand or, um, you know, in a dark room with candles and (laughs) cutting their fingers and making a blood oath to uh, win the Premiership to try and win it this year. but look, the, the most interesting part of it all and, and what I've been leading to all along is the Dolphins. Um, so the Dolphins are continuing to try and get players. For them, it's more important that they obviously have to, to get somebody big. I, I don't know what their strategy is. We, we obviously are hearing the players that are bigger Um, being linked with them, and look, as far as I know, all but uh Felice Cafusi, um, have gone to other clubs. You know, they were linked to Reed Marnie, who's chosen Bulldogs, and um, they've they talked to I believe uh, uh Brandon Smith, and it sounds like he'll possibly go to Roosters. Uh, he hasn't said yet, of course, they could still get him. Um, but I think it is going to matter who they get as that marquee player or couple of marquee players. That's going to depend on who they can drag in. Storm really have been the only successful team that I know of, even including, you know, American franchises and, and the like that have actually had success early. Uh, Broncos, you know, obviously that was a while ago as well, but. All those teams have been based on money. And, and at the end of the day, the Dolphins do or seemingly do have money. Um, but my question would be, can you buy the Premiership anymore with the way contracts are locked in? I mean, if you came at the right period, perhaps you could get those couple of players coming off at the right time to build your base. Um you're really going to struggle to find enough good players in one go to start from scratch, regardless of the money you've got. And of course it's a salary cap. You still have to convince those players to come. Only a couple of those players can be convinced to come as leaders or as marquee signings, as, you know, being able to be the head of a franchise or, or go down in history as, as being the first captain or, or things like this. Um, you can't offer that to every player. Now, of course, they come from a feeder club who now will be their own feeder club. And so they have a base of, of younger players that they can bring up to fill the holes, but you have to make holes first. Um So, you know, at the moment I would say without knowing the behind the scenes stuff and only hearing what the media puts forward to us, of course, but they missed out on Pat Carrigan. They missed out on Brandon Smith. They, likely have missed out. Well, actually, looking here, they they probably have missed out on Cameron Munster. Um, I mean, they even looked at some of the the middle players like a Reuben Cotter and and a couple of those guys. uh, I believe Clint Gutherson may have had a talk with them. Um, You know, they missed out on those guys as well. So, oof. um, Look it's definitely a struggle at the moment for them. They're, they're, if they had something big, I believe they would release it quickly and early, uh, much like they did with the Wayne Bennett signing. While it was hidden all until they were named because they couldn't say, oh, we've signed Wayne As soon as they were named Wayne Bennett, boom, he's our coach. Um, but this is the other part. See, Wayne Bennett, in a lot of cases, is enticing a player to the team um, he's a, he's a middle to top on the circle. You know, he's on the way up on the circle guy and he's usually using the base to entice another player to say, you're a stepping stone to getting us to the premiership. You're the guy who leaves us, who we're short of, you know, and, and says that to the couple, he uses that with the promise of getting a couple of other gaps. And you're in with a chance. I I know a lot of younger players certainly want to train with Wayne Bennett. I don't know that Wayne Bennett signs a marquee himself anymore. Um, I know I'll get shit on for that comment because he is an amazing great coach that everybody wants to work with, sure. But they want to work with when he's got a chance to win because he wins. So, hmm. Um, anyway, look... Uh, there's not much going on there you know a lot of guys have signed now um those big names again you know your your Katoni stags and your your Adam Reynolds and all those real possibility marquee guys are, are gone um i don't know for sure uh which other players you know are going to be available for that year after we're not we're not open about that as much. You sort of hear more about when they get in the talks. Um, but look, we'll wait and see if they can get a couple of players, they might be able to entice a couple of those middles and have a chance. But the, the good part for them is that they can get on board. Just, just getting a fan base, just being an inaugural team, you know, releasing a mascot and, and releasing the, the logos and the gear and, and opening the stadium and bringing in and, rele- and, and you know, announcing this player and this thing and this event and all for the first time. And, you know, they're always an offer to, in this world we currently live in something that you can do for the first time is saying that no one else can ever copy. You know, if you were the first guy to do it, no one else can ever be the first. Um, and that's very enticing on a lot of levels now. Um, but here, I'm going to go into something that, um, I think is, is the negative. And that is, you know, it is actually something that we, uh, you know, we touch on on the podcast in a lot of occasion. We talk about words and names, um, and, you know, pronunciation of names and how much that means and what a name means and why it's important. And, you know, the changing of names, the Washington football team not having a fucking name, um, you know, all of this stuff is important, and I'm sure most people have heard, but you may not have realised or actually thought of it or 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 cemented it in your brain. Um, but the dolphins have decided to go with the name the dolphins. That's all. That is the name. the The dolphins football team will be called the dolphins football team. The, the dolphins. The dolphins. The, no, Morton Bay. <laughs> who. Apparently helped them with their bid financially and, uh, were of the understanding that they would be the Morton Bay, Morton Bay dolphins. Um, uh, which wouldn't, you know, really be a strange thing either. Seeing, I believe Morton Bay is sort of known for whale watching and dolphin sighting and, and things, uh, and the, the bugs, the food. Ah, uh, but, um, you know, they've decided to go away from that. I think that's a bad idea. Uh, if, if there was a decision be- that they didn't want it to be locked into Morton Bay for some reason, fair enough. I don't necessarily know that reason. I don't know Morton Bay personally. I have been there, but not, you know, in a way that I would remember. Um, but you you need a local identity to get a fan base a fan base is important you need the people and especially as i said I, i've been a, an orlando magic supporter since day one one of the reasons was i didn't really have a team when orlando magic became a franchise for the first time and so <clears throat> and i was a young fellow at the time just getting into basketball and so i decided to support the team so that i could all people could never sort of accuse me of jumping ship you know to of Trying to get on the bandwagon with a winning team or, or any of that stuff. Um, I liked their logo as well. Um, and you know, the idea of it. Um, and so that's a very cool prospect. As I say to these first, these original things are going to be what we're after in the world soon with, with so many people being able to do so much and, and, and having access to so many things through the internet and travel and, and things, um, you know, outside of COVID. Uh, then one of a kind things are going to be the important things. And, and that'll be firsts, you know, or originality. Uh, you, you was a supporter of the team from the beginning. You can't hold that back from a person. So not having a local identity seems really strange. It, they, surely the idea would have been to pick one of an area, at least, you know, that you're in to draw those people into, to almost force those people to go, well, I have to support you. You're just down the road from me, but now by not linking with those people, you've opened yourself up to everyone and also no one. It seems on a whole like a a silly decision over a couple of words where you could have been the Morton Bay Dolphins and still just called yourself the Dolphins and everything. And and we probably would have called you the Dolphins instead of saying Morton Bay Dolphins because it is awkward. Uh, we probably would have just called you the Dolphins all the time and you would have sort of got your way. Your, your merchandise could just be the Dolphins. Your signs could be the Dolphins, but you'd be the Morton Bay Dolphins. Maybe your one, you know, headhouse, clubhouse sign would have to say out on the front, but all of your icon signage, all of your logo signage could just say the Dolphins. I don't get sort of, especially with the financial support, the need to shaft the people like that. Um, and look, I hope it doesn't come back to hurt you. I want another Queensland team to be popular. Um, but just over a word, uh, seems, or two words, Morton Bay, a place, um, it, it seems very, very odd. Um, but anyway, that was my uh, thoughts on a couple of things that have been in the media about the NRL lately. And I thought it's nice to have the bonus episode actually focus on, well, the thing that the podcast is about. Um on the words. Uh, does anyone else have this problem with passwords? First of all, obviously everybody has that same issue where it's just like, oh, you know, the passwords are so complicated. Now you forget your password, new password. Okay. Must be 42 characters, include capital letters, lowercase letters, symbols, signs, noises, beeps, and a frequency for a satellite. You know, it, it it gets so ridiculous that there's no chance you can remember it. So when you do do something that you could possibly remember, you put it in and oh, can't use that. You've used it before. The, the, the most ridiculous part of that is if you've used it before, how come when I tried it? Because that's obviously what I remember. When I tried it, when I couldn't remember my fucking password, you said that was the wrong password. And so that's why I had to change my password in the fucking first place. now I can't use that password because I've used it before. And no people tell me, I'll use a password file. or Well, don't you only then someone have to break one fucking password to get into your password file? Then they have all your passwords. That seems less fucking safe now than me just having a fairly weak password. Secondly to all that, who the fuck is breaking into my shit? And if I've forgotten the password... No one broke that password. Why can't I use that again at a later fucking date? If no one ever, I didn't change it because somebody got it. I changed it because I fucking forgot it. If I forgot it, how is someone else guessing the fucking thing? And if someone's not guessing it because it's my password, they're breaking into it, then they're good enough to break into whatever fucking password I have. This password shit makes no fucking sense. Why can we not just have a password that is, you know, Slightly something. Uh, of course, we don't want it to be your fucking sister's name or your wife's name or your daughter's name or something so blasé that someone's going to guess it like in a fucking movie. But, yes, include a capital letter or a symbol or say Why does it have to be all those characters... Plus this, plus that, plus this, plus that. Can't use one you've used before. You should be able to say, no, no, I choose to fucking use this one again. I just forgot it the other time. And now I won't forget it because it's obviously the one that I'm remembering to fucking try. Anyway, on that note, uh, we hope you enjoy the game.